Welcome to the reading of Dr. Richard Ganz's book, Psychobabble, The Failure of Modern Psychology and the Biblical Alternative. Copyright 1993 by Richard Ganz. This book is read and distributed with the author's permission. This MP3 audio file is a production of Stillwater's Revival Books, which offers a large selection of free and discounted classic and contemporary Puritan and Reformed resources on the web at swrb.com. We continue our reading on page 137. Chapter 13. The Time and the Place of Godly Living. Jesus said, Do not worry about tomorrow, yet most Christians obviously pay no attention to him. They spend more energy on yesterday or tomorrow than on the present. The concept of the present is an elusive thing, yet of all people, the Christian should live in the present reality. We have been forgiven for the past and are guaranteed the future. The present is the reality in which we live. We can neither redo yesterday nor pre-live tomorrow. The present is, in effect, all we get, yet many fail to embrace it with enthusiasm. Sadly, they squander the present in useless regretting of the past. They waste it on worry about the future. Of course, a life oriented in the present without God as its core will degenerate into a hedonistic, idolatrous enthronement of the present. As Christians, our enjoyment of the present has to do with the fullness of possibility for rich and meaningful service for God. We can cast off the defeat of a lifetime. We can go beyond a million hurdles presented by the future. Today is alive with possibility for both the enjoyment and service of God. It is possible for the Christian to live in the present without falling into hedonism, if he remembers the answer to the first question of the Westminster Shorter Catechism. What is the chief end of man? The answer is, man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. That is the ultimate goal of the Christian. Embracing this goal eliminates as our ultimate aim the achievement of health, wealth, or happiness and indicates a readiness to sacrifice all for the Lord. As a matter of fact, the joy of the Lord comes when we break free from dependence upon health, wealth, or happiness. When a person is right with God, it brings a real contentment that nothing can take away. He knows his Redeemer lives, and he rests in the new life given by him. Thus he spends his life serving God and others, not in playing political games to gain certain advantages for himself. He is not thinking of a big payoff. He is thinking of the Lord. Embracing this goal is crucial to the Christian life. Most of those who feel themselves enmeshed in unbreakable habits have no orientation to anything beyond the present moment and the need for relief from whatever is pressing upon them. These individuals desperately need a spiritual or future orientation which the Bible gives them. But there is a tension for the Christian. Our citizenship is in heaven and yet we are called to live out our lives in a particular place at a particular time in history. The Christian must walk in the Spirit, 
while living in a body of flesh in the present. Everything will fight against success in keeping a spiritual orientation. Something always needs to be corrected from the past. Something always remains to be done for the future. There is always something to crowd out the now. Yet there is a better way. Why spend your life fighting against an oppressive past and a terrifying future? Why not instead use both to help you glorify God right now? We can look at the past and learn. We possess the insight born of a lifetime of struggles and joys, failures and victories that can help us live in the present and plan with discernment and confidence for the future. We are not existentialists who journey through a meaningless situation from a senseless past on the way to an indifferent future. Instead, we acknowledge that life is a challenge ripe with profound possibilities. We acknowledge the importance of the battles, realizing that the outcome has genuine significance in the course of time and history. We acknowledge that life is a gracious gift from God and that the future is in His hands. Viewing life from this perspective stimulates a godly determination to serve Him every day we are alive. Determination is vital in a successful bid for a productive and joy-filled life. God has granted us the ability to determine much of the course of our lives from a human perspective. The ability to live today for God requires determination. Jesus makes this clear. If any man wills to come after me. The word translated from Greek, to will, actually means more than determination. It is the firmest resolve, decision, or choice. It is rigorous religious striving, which in this case will take a new direction in order to follow Christ. The disciple of Christ denies self, takes up his cross daily, and follows Jesus. Luke 9.23 In a parallel passage in Matthew, Jesus says that this determination should be so strong that every earthly attachment, including that to parents, is to be replaced under it. This is the force of will. Jesus says, He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Matthew 10:37 and 38 We possess the power to live each day fully because we possess the power given by God to choose and determine what will receive our attention, affection, and concern. Through the operation of our wills, God advances his kingdom by bringing us, his people, into conformity with Christ.